The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hello, hello, and welcome to Monday. It is April 18th, and it's 5.36 in the morning. Sean had the right idea, though. This is Easter Monday. My entire life, I always had Easter Monday off. I come to Alberta. It doesn't exist anymore. And uh, Sean said, that's okay. I'll make it exist and use one of my holiday days. So he is not here today. He's hanging out with his girlfriend in Edmonton and driving the highways back so we wish him safe travels and hopefully this snow gets reminded that it's april and stops falling down i can't tell if i should be mad at briar's ice cream or just understand that they were in the same boat as my brain so basically they're coming out with this canadiana flavors and they have butter tarts for ontario ice cream Uh, they have the nanaimo bar ice cream for bc they've made a sugar pie ice cream for Quebec, which sounds delicious. And then the East Coast got blueberry grunt. And they completely skipped over the prairies. Alberta didn't get a flavor. We didn't even get a prairie flavor, which I think like Saskatoon berry would have worked. Um, But I'm wondering if Alberta did have an ice cream flavor, what would you make our own? I've been trying to rack my brain as like strictly Albertan flavors, but the ones that are coming to mind are all savory. You know, like um, there's that green onion cake that was invented in Edmonton. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a delicious ice cream flavor. Probably like one of those novelty ones where you're like, yeah, I'll try it. Probably wouldn't eat it again. And then the other option I came up with was the Caesar that was invented in Calgary, but that doesn't sound good either. And then ginger beef like what is going on how come we don't have a sweet tooth here new social platform has come out called be real basically they want you to be so real that they're not going to tell you when they want you to post a photo they give you two minutes to post it and it takes a photo one try of your face and of your like back facing camera so pointed both ways and um, if you don't post it right away you don't get to see what other people are up to either and I just feel like this is a way for you know when you accidentally turn on your front facing camera when you're like laying on the couch and you're like do I really have six chins Um, or when you like go to take a photo in your house and then you're like whoa it's so messy in here I have to like move everything to the side on the table and make it look a little bit more presentable I feel like this would absolutely be me every single time so it's a no from me but if you want to be real and have no warning about when your photo is going to be taken and posted this is the app for you be real app sean is not here today and he would like a good boyfriend award because of it uh here's the story you decide he went to visit his girlfriend for easter for the weekend he left last thursday and his girlfriend is flying out to london england today so he took a day of holidays so that he could drive her to the airport. Now, he thinks he gets a good boyfriend award for that, and then he's going to drive back up to Fort Mac, and he'll be back hanging out with us tomorrow. Now, I think he gets a half good boyfriend award, and he can have the other half if in two weeks when she comes back, he drives down to the Edmonton airport and picks her up from it. I think that's the full circle good boyfriend award. Um, I actually had some friends who got a half award kind of like that. Back when I lived in Australia, I said, you can take my car and come and pick me up at the airport, please and thank you. And they were all for it. And they get there and they're yelling to me, come on, come on, come on. We don't have any time. Like, And so I didn't get any hugs or a warm welcome. And we go running out to my car that they've parked in a no park zone because they didn't want to pay for parking because they weren't sure I was going to reimburse them. (laughs) 
So I jump in the car, but I'm wearing a cardigan and I slam the door really fast as the security guard is walking up to us moreover marching swiftly uh, to give us a ticket. And I accidentally shut my phone in the car door. So I smashed my phone and I didn't get a warm welcome. So I think they get a half friend award as well. You know, like it's like, thanks for picking me up. But you didn't go the full mile. And I think that's what Sean gets, a half-boyfriend award. Thanks for dropping me off, but you got to pick me up, too. Have you been influenced by an Instagram account yet? I didn't think I was that influenced until I went to do some spring cleaning this weekend. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll wash my walls a little bit. I think I'll wash the doors a bit. And I went over to my laundry cupboard and I took a scoop of Tide powdered laundry and put it in a pail of hot water and started scrubbing the walls with a white dishcloth. And I was like... Oh my gosh, go clean co. You are completely in my head. And so I was like, you know what? That's okay. This, this concoction works great. I'm fully fine to be influenced by that. Um, next day I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to clean out the fridge. So I went and I got my vacuum and I vacuumed my fridge and I was like, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought about vacuuming the fridge before cleaning it out. But that's what Go Clean Co. has done to me. I am so influenced. And I have to be honest, I haven't taken like their basic training yet, but the spring is young. I mean, look out the window. It looks like winter out there. And chatting about being influenced by an Instagram account, my biggest influence right now is Go Clean Co. I can't believe the way I clean my house now because of their suggestions. Um, one thing I haven't been influenced by, though, is their moisturizer. They always swear by this stuff called gloves in a bottle. I know they sell it at Chocolates and Candlelight, and I actually might have to stop there after work because over the weekend I decided to clean my stainless steel sink with some barkeeper's friend. And boy, you should see how that thing shines. I can see my reflection in stainless steel. It's amazing. Um, but my hands this morning, oh my goodness, I've never experienced dry hands like this before. It literally looks like there is a coating of flour on my palms. They have been completely dried out and who knows what kind of chemicals went into my skin. So definitely uh, being influenced but only halfway is not a good idea. Is it really a life hack if you don't do the whole thing? Harry Styles headlined Coachella this weekend, and he only had two weeks notice to do it. Kanye West dropped out um, a couple weeks back, and he was like, pick me, pick me, I am ready. And he acted a little bit confused on stage when his band started playing Man, I Feel Like a Woman from Shania Twain. And then all of a sudden, Shania herself showed up behind him and started singing her song. They moved into a harmony. Here's a little clip of it.
Oh my goodness, so fun. I love it. Um, and apparently Shania and Harry have been friends for a long time. And Harry said that he takes a lot of his style inspiration from Shania. And so back in 2019, she was asked about it. She said like, hey, what's going on with you and Harry Styles? He like has a crush on you. And here's what she had to say. We've been back and forth already about collaborating on a song, so... Oh, my gosh. Just, oh, yeah. that's fun. No, we really, we love each other. We're fans of each other. So we'll, we'll find that right song and we'll get into the studio and do it. Can't wait to see what that's like. Maybe that's coming out on his new album a little later in May. Who knows? The first ever national park in the world is Yellowstone National Park, and they are celebrating their 150th anniversary this year and they've got a unique way of celebrating so they're saying we would love it if people who believe in yellowstone national park would donate fifteen hundred dollars uh to the park and they're going to give you a year-long park pass but then they're also going to give you what they're calling an inheritance pass and uh it will be good for the year 2172 which is in another 150 years from now. I'll do the math for you. So basically what they're saying is we want it to be an inheritance pass. We want you to pass it down through generations and pass down the importance of preserving these areas and these national parks. Now, I've been thinking a little bit about this, and I just really wonder what the pass is going to be made out of. Um, you know, 150 years from now, what kind of materials are going to break down? Is this pass going to still be around? Do they have to write it on would would they write it on plastic that seems a bit counterintuitive you know or should they maybe put it in like a a bottle like a message in a bottle and put it out in the ocean i don't know i'm really interested to see about it um but but yes of course definitely so important about our national parks and preserving them but kind of cool happy 150th anniversary to you yellowstone I saw a story on Facebook from the Little Pet Company, and I had to call them and ask them about it. So I've got Michael, the owner, on the line. Michael, can you tell me about Louie the bird and what's going on with that? Yeah, absolutely. A woman came into our store. She was browsing around, chatting with the employees. She seemed like any other customer we've ever had. She took about 45 minutes to an hour. She was looking at the reptiles and at the birds. And then... That was pretty much it. She just seemed like a very normal, uh, everyday interaction. She had a conversation with the staff on the way out of the store. She even complimented us on our customer service. Like, it just seemed so normal. You would never have thought. <laughs> so moments after she leaves the store, Catherine, her store manager, she calls me. Um, she says, I don't know what's going on. She says, there's something not right here. She's like, one of our birds is missing. Oh. Um, <laughs> so... And it's not obviously not a normal thing for an animal to go missing. Um, the cage was locked up completely, like nothing looked out of the ordinary. So sure enough, uh, I went back and I looked at the surveillance footage, and I seen that she was tampering with a lot of the reptile tanks. Oh, my gosh. Um, she got really frustrated because, of course, we keep those locked up extra tight. And then she moved on to the birds, and she managed to get the light diffuser off the top of the uh, bird display, which was siliconed in place, like it's very difficult to remove. Whoa. Um, she, she ripped it up and uh, reached in and grabbed one of our conures. Um, so that is essentially, that's what happened at the store. Um, and like she put this conure in her pocket, like it was just uh, a normal thing. It was very, 
it was horrifying to watch, honestly. Um, I just felt like so violated for this bird. Um, so yeah, I just slipped it into her pocket and she picked up her um, whatever she was carrying when she walked in and she walked out of the store and said goodbye to the girls. Like she even went up to the front, approached them. Like if this bird had screamed out, we would have heard it. It was that, uh, that close. Wow. So the bird was just quietly, silently in this pocket she leaves. Then what yeah. happens? Well, of course, so, um, you know, we're kind of panicking. Like, what do we do? How do we, where do we start? Um, so, of course, um, we, we did phone the RCMP, um, made them aware of the situation. Uh, but ultimately, I had a feeling we'd have better luck from the community. So we have a, a decent Facebook following, and I was kind of hoping if we posted on there, uh, people would share it, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, we posted, we asked for the bird back. Um, we did post a picture but covered it up, uh, and we said, you've got 24 hours. Uh, we need Louise to come back to the store uh, safe and sound, and we will keep your identity uh, anon- anonymous. So uh, 19,000 views later um (laughs) that's how far our post went 300 shares it reached 19,000 people uh fort mcmurray was definitely rooting for us and uh someone seen someone seen the woman in the photo recognized her from the little bit of detail that was there uh she went over to this woman's house and approached her confronted her and took the bird back um so, yeah, she took the bird back. Uh, we did, like, a little secret rendezvous at Superstore. Uh, she didn't want anything to do with being on camera. Of course, she wanted to stay anonymous as well. Uh, and uh, she exchanged. She gave us the bird back. She apologized on this woman's behalf. Uh, and just uh, that was the end of it. The bird was safe and sound. Okay, so I have a couple questions. First off, like, um, when what day did this happen on? Was it a warm day? Like I think the bird in question was pretty tropical, right? Very much so. Yeah. So this is a conure, which they do not handle cold well. That was just two days ago. I want to say was that Monday? It must have been Monday. Okay. So it it left in the pocket of this lady. So hopefully that was a warm place for it. The person who picked up the bird and brought it to you, did she have a bird cage for it, or like how did she transport Louie? Uh, so luckily, she has birds of her own, so she knew the, she uh, she knew to keep them warm. Uh, so what she did is actually she put it in a backpack with a blanket. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he was well taken care of after um, after she had uh, gone over and rescued him. And how does Louis feel about his adventure? Have you had a chat with him? What's he think? <laughs> um, so uh, she's doing pretty good. So. Uh, we did, of course, take her to the vet, um, and she seems to have checked out uh, well. And uh, the veterinarian um, actually suggested that she find a home sooner than later um, so that uh, it's less stress being at the store. Um, so she's actually lined up. We have someone who came in yesterday and has put their name down for, for Louise. And as a bird person, of course, you have a lot of birds in your store. This lady, like, do you know what the motive was? Why steal a bird? <laughs> um, you know, I don't think there was much of a motive. Um, I believe this woman was in an altered state. She wasn't all, maybe she was having a bad day. I'm not sure exactly. But 
she was only there because she was there to get Franklin Donaire, and she happened to notice that we existed in the first place. So she came in to browse. Um, she, I don't think she came in to steal an animal or a bird per se, because she did try the reptiles first. Um, I think that she just made a mistake and had a really bad day. Okay. Wow. What a story, man. What a journey for this little bird and for this for this whole experience. I am just bewildered by it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm amazed, honestly, that it got out there so quick and people uh, shared it so quickly and it was all resolved within 24 hours. And uh, we were able to let the police know, you know, like we, we had asked the community, if this bird comes back, this woman won't be punished. Um, and just like that, before the police uh, could even get a statement, it was all resolved from the community. And just one more question. Can you tell me what yeah. a bird like Louie runs? Uh, like price tag wise? Yeah. Um, I believe Lou, Louie was uh, eight ninety nine ninety nine. So not a cheap bird. Yeah, that's an expensive <laughs> bird. And does Louie talk? Uh, not yet, no. Um, they can learn a few words, a few phrases, um, but they're not a full, uh, what you'd expect a full-blown parrot to be. Um, but uh, she's not quite there yet. And just uh, tell me a little bit about your store. So you said you had reptiles. Like, what kinds of little slithery things are there? <laughs> of course. So uh, we have everything from, uh, let's say, snakes uh, to bearded dragons, um, birds, small parrots. Uh, fish, um, just about everything except cats and dogs, of course, because we um, in Alberta you can only get them from a rescue. And do you have any turtles? Yes, of course. So we have uh, baby tortoises, and of course we have our mascot, um, who is a Herman's tortoise, at the front of the store. I love it. My husband's like in love with turtles, so I just had to ask if he could come and visit, maybe. <laughs> right yeah turbo's great um he of course loves kids you know he used to work with reptile rodeo and uh oh, cool. now he's our our mascot <laughs> that is so fun uh thank you so much yeah absolutely i really appreciate you covering the story oh so so like funny crazy sad nuts like it has to get out there <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i just i never seen it coming i was completely We've had animals, you know, kind of disappear, so to speak, before, um, but they've been hiding under the substrate or, you know, they've gotten out, but they're sitting on top of their cage. Um, <laughs> or we find them a day or two later, uh, maybe a hamster escapes once in a blue moon. But, like, that's kind of what I was thinking. But watching this woman put the bird in her pocket was just, I, I was wanting to scream at the camera, like, don't do it. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> like, put her back. <laughs> right, this poor bird. I could see the eyes like, oh, geez, just like, uh, anyway, I just felt for this bird for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe, you know, I never thought I'd catch something like that on camera. Yeah, for real. Oh, my goodness. You could probably make it go viral if you wanted to. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.